Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, here we go. A little Tuesday action, Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Coming at you, Body Slams and Beyond, streaming and take two, screaming and streaming, as the kids are saying. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, Maybe you're listening live at the radio.com app or at tazshow.com. You could be doing that, or maybe you're watching live at tazshow.com, or maybe you're watching the VOD of the show, or you could be listening to the audio on demand, which they call a podcast. And I appreciate that. If you're doing that, you're doing that at Play.it or iTunes or TuneIn or Spotify. Thanks, thanks, and thanks. Appreciate the love and the support. As you guys know, I'm a very appreciative person. Well, as I said, welcome to the show. We're going to give you a steady diet of uh, raw coverage here on this this show. Um, I'm going to give some thoughts and opinions about a lackluster raw going into a pay-per-view called uh, Payback. Yeah, going into Payback. Uh, which will be held in uh, San Jose, California, this Sunday. And the go-home stunk, in my opinion. Hate to be blunt, but that's the way I roll. A little later on, we'll have the PW Insider Report with the Mike Johnson. Yes, Mike Johnson will be on the Taz Show today. Yes, people like when Mike's on the show. People like when Mike is on the show, so Mike Johnson will be here because people like when he will be here. And he's part of the Taz Show family. We know that, so I don't know. Pop, please. And also, uh, well, that's it on the guest. Later on, we'll do some Facebook Live. We'll definitely do that. That's in the fourth quarter. So basically, everything I'm saying right now to people on the Facebook, they don't listen to any of this. They just ignore all of the first three quarters. That's not true. In my crazy mind, I think that, but I know that's not true. I told you guys before, sometimes I just put everyone in like certain areas. Okay, the Twitter people are here. The gimmick chat people are here. The Facebook Live people are here. And that's all false. If you want to call the show, it's a very simple process. You can call, talk about Raw, talk about whatever you want. You can also give your off-the-hook topics for the rest of the week, which is grind my gear. So if you want to call the show, it's very easy. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. like to welcome in the audio producer of the show and say hello to him real quick uh, because he's a good person. <coughs> and uh, he's the biz dev guy. <laughs> and I'm putting him over because I'm wearing his shirt. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. They call him Dennis Jones. They call him Dirt Sheet Dennis. They call him a hack. They call him an audio producer wannabe. They call him Captain Two. I call him the Lumber Biscuit. You might call him the Lumberjack. Timber! Welcome to the show. Good moment. <laughs> Excuse me, I have uh, something on my esophagus. <laughs> yes, I don't know what's going on. It's uh, I'll be okay. I only have two hours to talk, so I'll be fine. It's okay. I don't think you want me giving you the Heimlich today. No, no, I don't want you doing any licking involved with me whatsoever, sir. Not any bit. 
Oh, listen, no Heimlich, no Nick, 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 no Toe Lick, no nothing. Oh. Okay, I'm good. You go, oh, Toe Nick, I like a Toe Lick. No, I hate feet. Oh, I don't like feet, no. Okay, Raw Stunk, right? Raw Stunk, in my opinion. It might be a drastic thing to say, you know, I don't know. It's honest. I, I, okay, not stunk. Not everything about it was horrible, but it, it, it's a go-home, right, for payback. I just didn't – we were talking about this before we were on the air, a handful of us here. You, you got Braun Strowman wrestling Roman Reigns at payback. That's number one, right? We see Braun Strowman dumps the match Jones, the whole thing. I, I thought Kalisto had a good showing and everything except for the part at the end when they killed him, apparently, um, which I'll get into that in a second. I, you know, uh, we never saw Roman Reigns. It was just just heavy, heavy packaging on Roman Reigns, just packages. You know, I understand he's just coming off of a, a, a you know horrible loss to his family. His brother passed away, Rosie, which is a good, good man. And uh, thoughts and prayers with his family, seriously, and 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 I understand that. My only thing is, I, I there were reports. I think Mike Johnson might be one. I'll ask Mike when he comes on. That put it out there too. I think that Roman Reigns, apparently, he was backstage or seen backstage. I could have sworn Mike said that. You saw that report somewhere, Dennis? Did you do you get what I'm saying? I there were rumors <laughs> that he was there. So if he was there, he needs to be on a show. Now, if he's mourning the loss of his brother, that's a whole different animal. I mean, that's a different story. And that I respect. I understand that. But I'm just a little confused if he was there. So maybe you can look into that. Check Mike's stuff. Maybe Mike had a retraction because Mike won't be on for about another hour. But I could have sworn I saw that report. So whatever I'm saying, Dennis, interrupt me. When, when you get that info, let me know. Okay, so, um, you know, I don't even have like like the the uh, uh, just looking at the card for for payback and then going off of the go home last night. You know, I, I you know the thing that just is weird to me. Like they're putting everything into Braun, which is fine. Okay, well, let me just go over this card really quick. Okay, just 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 so I could just make sure my brain's locked in here. Okay, no matter what order you want to say the matches are going to be, I'll just tell you the matches. That that this is updated from last night. Um, singles match: Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. House of Horrors match: Randy Orton, uh, champion versus Bray Wyatt. Singles match: Seth Rollins versus Samoa Joe. U.S. Championship match: Kevin Owens, champion versus Chris Jericho. Winner goes to SmackDown. Raw Women's Championship match: Bailey, champion versus Alexa Bliss. WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. Neville Champion versus Austin Aries. Raw Tag Team Champion match. The Hardy Boys Champions versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Pre-show Tag Team match. Enzo and Cass versus The Club. Pre-show Miz TV with a special guest, Finn Balor. Is there anything missing from this card? Am I the only one that does that sees that there's something pretty important missing from this card? I don't know. I know what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's the Universal Championship. It's missing from the card. This is exactly what I was saying was going to be the problem if you put or keep the title on Goldberg or Brock. This is exactly what happened. 
So instead of getting Finn Balor involved like I suggested and screamed and yelled about for WrestleMania in that match with Brock and Goldberg, Finn's on the card. He's on the effing pre-show in a talking segment. Come on, guys. Come on. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, these are things you will not hear on the WWE Network. Yes. <laughs> Commentary like this. This is not dancing on the table. You know what I'm saying? We're going to shoot. Yeah, no. I'm shooting. Okay? So, uh, this is the real shoot. So, these are things you won't hear. But where where's the universe title? I mean, look, they, they got until Sunday. Maybe Brock pops up. Maybe something happens. I don't know. I doubt it. I, I just I, no 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 heat on Brock or Paul and on those guys. It's the booking, the presentation, the presentation of what is the most important thing. The holy grail in every company is the championship. Well, Randy Orton is the champion on SmackDown. So they're in a transition, as we know, with Bray Wyatt, and I'm still, con- I'm really even more after last night confused about Bray Wyatt. So they're in a transition. Okay, got it. So they're gonna have this House of Horrors match, which I I couldn't hear the commentary. I was dozing off to be honest at the end of the night. <clears throat> but Dennis, you were telling me before we went on the air that the announcers were saying, what were they saying during the match last night, the main event? They kept making a note of it that it will start in the House of Horrors. But the match will end in the ring, and right. they kept like driving that home. Which would why? Like that's su- that's such a. I don't know how they would know that. You know, like if it's a legitimate, like if you're looking at it as a shoot, I don't know why. And I, again, I I didn't hear it. I'm going by what you're telling me, which I don't know. You know, um, I I I don't know why they would say that either. Um, unless that's part of the stips on the match. Did they word it like that? No, they didn't say stipulation. I think they just, I think there was confusion. Who knows what this match is going to be? Well, that's, uh, yeah, and I'm fine with that. I mean, they're not giving a lot of detail on that, like the element of surprise. So, you know, it's really it's hard to promote that if you're an announcer and the company, but they're promoting it as a spectacle or whatever, the House of Horrors and all this, ah, crazy. But, no, but, like, usually, like, if the match is going to happen, in a boiler room or backstage, you know, you don't know. You don't tell the audience because they end up in the ring unless that's part of the stip where the finish, the stipulation, where the finish has to happen in the ring. Maybe that's part of the stip. I don't know. I, I don't know if they explained it or not last night. I have no idea. So, uh, but back to what I was saying about the Universal title. I mean, it's got to be on the show, on the pay-per-view. And, and, and just, just my opinion, I just don't. I, I, unless I'm missing something. I mean, this card was updated, right? Dennis, we got this card from WWE.com? Yes, fresh from last night. Did you say fresh? Okay, got it. Fresh. Fresh. Like a fresh kumquat, right? Like a fresh kiwi, right? Kind of like Ooh, that. Ooh, I could go for a kiwi. I like kiwis. Yeah. <laughs> you, was, was that you doing me doing ant? No, that's me doing your voice in the Caribbean, eating fruit on the beach. That's what that was. Ah, okay. I would love a kiwi. <laughs> exactly. You, you you get on a plane, you fly to a different country, and all of a sudden your voice. I like kiwis. I like a kiwi a lot. It's fun to eat them. Fun. 
I like Huey on Dennis Jones. My producer. <laughs> Anthony took over my voice. <laughs> it, it, it's infectious. That's what happens. Cause you keep making fun of Anthony, and, and it starts bleeding into your real start, life. It start could be coming like that. You be calling me boss next thing I know. Hey, what's up, boss? <laughs> you have a kiwi. I really appreciate you wearing my shirt today. <laughs> Someone, I don't remember who, on Twitter or somewhere the other day, suggested Anthony needs a new shirt now. What's up, boss? There's money in that. There's money in that shirt. We'll never know, but there's definitely money. <laughs> yes. Should we give Anthony a shirt? I don't know. I should talk to the biz dev guy, the real biz dev, the biz dev guy, not you. <laughs> He'll say, who? Anthony, who? Who's that? The video guy. He's still here? Yeah. No. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, don't worry. Ant, you're good. Um, back to the seriousness of pro wrestling. Um, <laughs> no, no. Check it out, man. I'm just, again, looking at this payback card, and I'm just making sure, because I've been hitting the head a lot. I'm making sure I don't see Brock's name. I don't see the word universal anywhere. Good gosh. What are we doing, kids? What are we doing? You got Finn on a talking segment off the air, off the in the pre-show. Come on. Stop. Stop it. Seriously. But why? Why? Because of WrestleMania? Where's the story arc? What? Just to have WrestleMania and have Brock and Goldberg, which was huge. You, made, you guys made millions of dollars. You got millions and millions of viewers. It was a gigantic success. Congratulations. It's well-deserved. No doubt about it. But come on. Everybody in that company understands the importance of a story arc. Everybody understands that 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 important question that talent asks you all the time when you come to them and give them a shitty idea or a finish, and they come to you, the agent or someone says, "We want they want you to lose this guy tonight for this 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 this." And here's the question that the company knows better than anybody: the booking team from Vince McMahon down. Where are we going with this? That's what's said all the time by wrestlers. When you go to a wrestler out of a production and an agent meeting, and you go up to them, and you say, okay, you are wrestler X. That's been your name. You're great. We love you. You have to wrestle wrestler B tonight. We want you to lose to wrestler B with his finish. Wrestler X would say... For the most part, not every time, but a lot of the times, especially if it's a guy who's been on the rise. Where are we going with this? That's the question that is said in all wrestling companies by wrestlers to agents or to promoters and people like Vince. So I, I pose the question. Pre-WrestleMania, if, if I was in that meeting for WrestleMania, and I knew the finish was going to be Brock up with the title or Goldberg retains the universal title. One of those guys. Again, no diss on those guys. I'm, I keep prefacing that because it's not a diss on those guys. I would raise my hand and say, I have a question, sir. Where are we going with Brock as a champ or with Goldberg as a champ? Where are we going? What about Raw the next night? What about Raw the follow night? What about payback? What about the road to... SummerSlam, where are we going? What's the representation of the universal title with guys that are not on a full-time schedule? What are we doing? 
And I'm not saying none of those agents or nobody, none of those writers posed that question. Maybe they did. I have no clue. But to me, those are very important questions. And then to have Paul and Brock come on Raw the next night, right? It was the next night, and they cut the promo, I believe, right, about um, Roman Reigns. They went completely different direction on Roman Reigns. They cut that promo. I'm starting to think maybe they thought that (laughs) people were going to boo Heyman or whatever, boo Brock, and and they wanted to see Rain, they wanted to see Reigns beat up Brock. I don't know. Maybe that's what they were thinking. I, you got to be crazy. No way. What are you nuts? Not a shot. They could have thought that, right, Dennis? The way it was booked, because the reaction that was uh, that was in Orlando, people were hating on Roman big time. Right? This was after Mania, right? Very the Raw after Mania. And they they definitely thought that <clears throat> Brock and Paul would get heat. Yes, they, I they felt were, like they thought that too. And they were not right. No. So maybe that's why, but, but why, why don't we know this beforehand? The audience is telling you. It's not just the fans in the hotbed wrestling towns like New York or Chicago, you know, or, or, or uh, you know, uh, L.A. or something like that. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's everywhere. I mean, you're getting that, you know, they want Reigns as a heel. And they like Brock. Suplex City, he's got Paul. Everybody loves Paul. He's witty. He's funny. He's entertaining. Brock's a killing machine. He's unstoppable. He's a winner. Everybody loves winners. Why do you think they're going to hate Brock? Why? Why? Why are they going to hate Paul? Why? What is Paul saying for me to hate him? What? He's not a heel. Brock's not a heel. It's not. It's 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 mind-boggling for me. I always try to give my best, my best effort out here every day when I talk wrestling. I try to give my best respect towards the bookers, the promoters, the writers, all us. In all companies, I try. Because I know it's a very ambitious, difficult job. I know that. Trust me, I know it. I've witnessed it for a lot of years. And I understand the intentions are always that of a good intention. To get entertainment out of every segment. To get, uh, to, to be, uh, to not be insulting to the audience in every segment. That is their goal. Especially WWE, I'm telling you, I know it. I know that's their goal. This Roman Reigns thing has been going on for too long. And I, they're bullish in the fact they're trying to just make this guy babyface. And it is not going to work. That have Paul Heyman and Brock come out on Raw and expect me after WrestleMania, after you had Roman Reigns kill off, for lack of better terms, the Undertaker and send him off into the sunset. People love Taker because they respect Taker. So you expect the coolest guy with the mic is Paul Heyman because everybody loves him. Because he's great. <laughs> he's great on the mic. He's, he's, a lot of the things he says on the microphone are the truth. Why am I going to hate Paul? He's witty. He's entertaining. He's funny. He's sarcastic. And he's got a killing machine next to him. Who's a winner. A UFC champion. An NCAA champion. Big star in college at University of Minnesota. 
uh, Big Ten Wrestling. If you don't know anything about collegiate wrestling or amateur wrestling, Big Ten Wrestling is probably, the I, I, some would argue, probably the best wrestling in the country. Brock was, as a heavyweight, at the top of that. Wrestling against programs like Iowa, Iowa State, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Are you kidding me? This guy has been built as a pro wrestler, as a killing machine for a long time, Brock Lesnar. And he is legit. We know he is. And he's great. He's a great guy. Behind the scenes. He's a star, a superstar. I love Brock. He's not a heel. And I love Paul. I love him. Personally and professionally. Love him. Been fortunate enough to, to be to sit under his learning tree for many years. Nothing but respect for Paul. But I hate to tell you, he's not a heel. He's not. Well, there's no more heels, Taz. It's gray area. Okay. All right. I didn't see the memo, but I get gray area. I'm cool with gray area, but I'm a little confused because some of your talents are heels, like full-blown heels, like Kevin Owens. He's a full-blown heel, right? There's no gray there, is there, Dennis? As a fan, do you see gray there? None here. Do you see gray uh, in uh, Miz? Nope. No, right? Who else do we see no gray in? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, thank you. We see no, no gray in him. What about from a baby, baby face perspective? I don't really see gray in John Cena. I don't see gray. I don't, I, I, I don't even see gray. I mean, if I'm wrong, Dennis, correct me. Seth Rollins, any gray in him? No, pure baby face. I would think so, right? And jump in. I want, I want fan perspective. And uh, if there's any way that uh, uh, Cowboy, too. I want, I want you guys, my team, here's what I'm saying. And I don't want anybody saying to you guys that you just say what I say because I don't. I think that's a little bull. But no one's saying that. Maybe they will now. Um, <laughs> and uh, you hearing everything I'm saying, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Do, where do you agree, disagree? Are you on the page of me? What, what's your story? No, I agree. It's there's too much of a blurred line there. Right. With with Roman. Right. And I guess to an extent Brock too, but like. I, Brock has like that superstar power just because he transcends two different organizations between UFC and WWE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think Seth Rollins has any gray, or he's just a straight babyface? Uh, I I think there's a little bit of gray, but he, it's it's obvious he is a babyface. But sometimes I feel like they want to keep him on that where he could edgy, go heel at any edgy, moment. Yeah, edgy. yeah, edgy's a perfect word. Well, that's what I do. Um, okay, that's fine. Okay, great. Get back to work, uh, boy. Give me a beating. So, okay, so I don't. I, I'm I'm going on this diatribe, and as you guys, most of you guys know, and I know the guys who work with me here know. I don't. Do I have a script? Do I work off of a script here? No, scriptless. There are some talents in radio that do work off a script, though. We do know this, correct? Yeah, there are. There are some that are making a lot of money. Script Jones, we get that. Some might even work in this company, right? There, there is a prominent figure. Oof, kayfabe. So anyway, I don't work off a script. So what I'm telling you guys is, I didn't sit here and and work this out in my brain ahead of time to to come off any certain way. I'm telling you this because this is how I feel. Because when I look at the card, now I don't see the Universal title, and I then I think about the booking meetings leading up to WrestleMania. I think about what was probably said in those meetings. 
and some had to say, have the balls to say, you know, I don't think we should go with the title on Brock and or Goldberg after Mania. You know, we 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 we, we got to have the representation of the champion on Payback or on Raw every week or something. That had to come up. It had to. I know everybody's terrified to talk to Vince in the company. I understand that. I understand how he rules at times. I get it, and I respect him. I got it. I understand that. Someone who's closer to Vince... Maybe more than one guy or girl had to step up, maybe privately or in a meeting, and say, Vince, I don't know about this. It had to happen. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe Vince was convinced the other way. Maybe Vince didn't want to go with Brock or um, or Goldberg after Mania with the title, and, and maybe maybe he was convinced. Maybe, maybe, maybe Vince, you know, obviously he could have the final say, but he's getting older and things are changing, and maybe he's like, you know what? I, I don't think we should go with Brock. Or Goldberg with the championship, but we'll, we'll listen to you, whoever that you is, hypothetically. Uh, Triple H, we'll listen to you. Whatever. I wasn't there. I can't say what happened. I can only speculate. But my speculation comes off of working there for so long and working and being in meetings for so long. Understanding the process. Because as long as there's still those heads of state there, those that process, I'm pretty sure, is still the same. And for what I hear, it is. Therefore, they should have thought ahead of time here with this, okay? And they, okay, should not have just had that main event at WrestleMania, that match with Brock and Goldberg. Finn should have been in that match. I think that ship has sailed, folks. My whole theory of... Finn with the Universal Championship, it's definitely for the for the current close to near future, it's not happening. They got this guy mixed up all over the place. You got Bray last week calling out, saying something to Finn during his promo. So, oh, maybe they're going that way. But then Bray did something out yesterday, and Bray's doing the House of Horrors with Randy Orton. It's, so that whole thing is just a cluster F, in my opinion. It's a little too much confused storyline. I, I don't know what's going on there. So then you got, okay, then last night, uh, surprise uh, gimmick with... Um, with uh, Finn Balor, we see we fin- see Finn last night who got a great pop, okay, and it was it was a, a pretty cool scene, you know, uh, where where Finn, um, well, I was just reading something, sorry, I'm a little sidetracked, where Finn um, came out with Seth, Big Cass against Anderson, Gallows, and Joe, right? So we got we got Finn just phoning that, right? So I don't know, may- maybe we've seen Finn phone in tag matches, six mans. 30-second match with, who was it, Kurt Hawkins last week or something like that. Maybe he's still not fully recovered. I don't know. I think if he was concussed, when it comes to concussions, you're either cleared or you're not cleared. Speaking of gray areas, there's no gray there. Right? It's that There's not like, well, he's almost done with concussion, so let's let him go have a 30-second match. That does, that's not how this works. WWE's not stupid. They're not going to put their talent in, in harm's way. Okay? So he's obviously physically cleared, cleared to compete. They don't know what to do with Finn Balor right now. They're just putting him on the show to put him on the show. I got to go to break. On the side of break, I'll keep talking about this. I'll keep talking about Raw. I'll keep talking about Finn Balor because, you know, all the things that jump out to me, why they don't know what to do with him and why they're stalling for what we know they're stalling for. Maybe some of you don't know, but I know. And I'll let you know what that is. Taz Show. Be right back.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, uh, yeah, couldn't help but notice here on this Tuesday edition as I've been talking about Raw. <laughs> so the scuttlebutt last night. AP, as they call him, the Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he's going over to, uh, looks like it's, you know, if you listen to this on the audio on demand or the VOD, it's a done deal already, probably. But it looks like Adrian Peterson uh, says he plans on signing with the Saints for a two-year deal. So, that's what they call a big get. Yeah, that's a big deal right there for the Saints, as long as AP can stay healthy. So, uh, I know there's a former, um, Former producer of the Taz show, that's very disappointing. This very disappointing. The Vikings have no more AP. What would Robbie be saying right now? Good gosh, that poor bastard. He's got to be upset. You know what I mean? He's got to be upset. He's got to be upset. Seriously, poor Robbie. I feel for him, man. He's got to be miserable. He just lost his main guy, AP. <laughs> AP gone, no more. It's a big deal. And of course, I'm sure Dennis is happy. Dennis does not like Robbie the Viking. That's well documented. And if Dennis don't like him, Anthony don't like him because they're you know playing grab ass all the time. Anthony and Dennis, you don't like Robbie, right? You're happy this happened to, to Robbie with, uh, with his Vikings. Thrilled, <laughs> thrilled, relishing this. <laughs> oh, they're. Um, <laughs> Are the rumors true that you helped solidify this deal with uh, AP's agent and the Saints to get at Robbie the Viking? Is this true? I will neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> but mostly nor deny, that I may have had a hand in AP headed to the Big Easy. I'm sure everybody's very intrigued about this. No one cares. Okay, also... um, I'm looking here in the gimmick chat before I continue to talk of Raw and get into the phone calls. The phones are jammed up, by the way. Well, almost jammed up. They're not jammed up yet. 866-475-2948. You might have a line or two to get through. I want to read something here by um, actually Miles. Uh, you guys know Miles. Uh, he calls in the show a lot from California. He's on the gimmick chat, chatting up with some of the other people there at TazShow.com as they watch the video and they sit around and they chat with each other and they just line and laughing. Miles says, I'm liking Hawkins' new gimmick, The Star Factory. It's It doesn't hurt him, and it helps out the younger talent. I don't disagree. I think I think Miles is correct. I like Kurt Hawkins. I like his work. I like his promo work. I like his look. Um, I like him. I, I, I've always liked him. I know him. He's a really, really solid guy, good guy. Um, and I think what he's doing is, you know, it, it, he's at a point in his career where this is just phenomenal. He could do a billion jobs. It don't matter. <clears throat> He's getting airtime, and it's a weird push, but it's it's a quasi-push. It's there. I mean, it's cool. The Star Factory thing's got a great ring. I smell a T-shirt coming. I mean, it's great. It's great for merch, you know? It's, it's cool. And he'll become like a guy that, you know, it's going to have that good that good feel to him. Uh, even though he's a heel and he's cocky, he's got the cane, and he's just he's, he's delusional. He's like, ah, oh, he's the man. I'm the best. He loses every week. It's great. It's hysterical, and he's making stars. He's giving him the rub. You know what I mean? It's awesome. I love it. I love, it's tremendous. He's great at it. 
And then you got to have them win once a blue moon, which would be very, very cool. Uh, you got to have them win. And like, like, it's like after he wins, like he shouldn't be shocked. He should be like, yeah, well, of course. Like, you know, he's <laughs> piece of cake. It's like, no, I always win. Hello. Maybe I always loses. It's just you got to fumble it. It's a, it's a, it's a what we call a, a let me up gimmick. You know, so if you're doing something serious, one segment or it's sandwiched between two serious segments. You know, you put something like that, that prom, a promo by, by uh, Hawkins in there, and I think it's entertaining. I think it's really good. Um, so, uh, anyway, like I was saying, I was talking to you guys about, um, before I went to break, about Finn Balor and, uh, and about Raw and all the stuff and where they're going, what they're doing, and it's a little confusing and um, because, you know, Finn is just kind of floating around doing nothing. They got Finn all over the place, and there's no representation of the Universal title on the show because they just – just it's not happening right now i'm sure if the payback you'll probably see brock on raw right after payback i guarantee you guarantee um because they know people are pissed about it you know so i think with finn uh i i do think that they gotta instead of doing what they're doing with him just having him on the show sprinkled everywhere just so we have him on i i i don't like that i just don't think I don't think that's impactful. I think Finn is a guy who needs to always be impactful. Of course, he's that good in the ring. He's that good on the mic. He has this other character, the demon, too, that we haven't seen in quite some time, which when that comes out, that'll be great. I think they're doing a good job waiting on that, okay? But I do think that just having Finn sprinkled around and having his presence around here and there, just throwing him in here and there, is not good. I just don't think they should do that. I don't. I, I, Dennis, from a uh, a fan perspective, are you happy with the way they handled him, Finn? Not at all. He, I again, I didn't disagree with you. And a, we both agreed that he should have won the Rumble, and he wasn't there. Right. Wasn't at WrestleMania, and you, you, you were very against that. You said he's got to come back. He's got to go straight for the title. Yeah. And I didn't disagree with you. I just. I'm look. I looked at it from a a broader perspective of like, look, they want Brock because it's the grandest stage. Blah blah blah. Finn needs somebody needs to go after the Universal. T- somebody needs to acknowledge like, hey, Brock, where are you? Like, I'm coming for you. Right. I think Finn. I think Finn would well, fit that role great. I agree. They're stalling. I mean, they're stalling for SummerSlam. So okay, so there's payback, and then what? The the follow months. Was, what is that? May. What's the there's following? Backlash right? for SmackDown. And then there's that's that's after payback, right? Correct. And then I don't I'll check the next one. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. I get confused with all of them. But I'm just saying, like, they're stalling. They don't want to get there too early with Finn and Brock. Um, which was your initial thing. You you pointed that out, uh, that they would probably go that route route because you probably read it on the dirt sheet, because the dirt sheet have stooges who tell them and then you just, you know, read what the stooges say. So but that's probably what they're doing at SummerSlam. They're probably going to go that route for sure. Hey, uh, Holly. Holly in Michigan, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Um, not much. How are you this morning? This good, moment, good. I'm good this moment, sir. How are you? Um, First off, I want to say this past Saturday I sent you a tweet. Okay. Saying that it was 13 years since I had my kidney transplant. I did not see that. I was uh, – you sent that when? This Saturday? I, I didn't see it, dude. Yes. Well, uh, thank God. Everything's good, huh? Yeah. Cool, buddy. Well, while, um, I did not see the tweet. Sorry. That's all right. 
Um, but that's my question. That dumpster match, the ride that Kaliso took, people are saying that it was weak. It was weak. It was weak. It, he okay. fell from, bro, he fell from, I'm not saying different. I'm yelling at you. Sorry, Holly. Give me, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just yelling because I, I yell. I don't know why. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, right? No, he, dude, he fell from like, like six feet, bro. And he was right. in a Compared solid steel feet. mini dumpster, a little dumpster that Bron could not fit in if he, he stood up. He looked like a, a giant man in a little kiddie pool. <laughs> That's what he looked like when he was exactly in the dumpster. Like. like a giant man in a kiddie pool. You know those little, <laughs> hey, hey, Holly, you know those little plastic pools like when you're little, like with the water, your yeah. mom would fill it with the holes, right? Mm hmm. And then when your dad or something, or your older brother or your neighbor would stand in it, that'd be weird, your neighbors. My, na- my neighbor's standing in the pool. What the hell's going on? <laughs> but it's like a grown-ass adult standing in a, min- a, 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 you know, a plastic pool. Yep. The dumpster was too little. That and plus the stage back then when they did it 20 years ago was higher. Well, I didn't think of that part. But they, it looked like they built some sort of a platform. I don't know if it was higher. I think maybe there was a platform built for that thing to land. I, I didn't really study it like some fans did, you know? Mm-hmm. All I know is it did not look... So you thought it looked weak, or you, you think it looked strong? Weak. Yeah, I agree. Totally weak. I don't know how you get hurt, Holly, inside a solid steel thing. I mean, I guess you could bang your head. I mean, I'm sure he had something in it to protect him, but I don't know where the danger is. You know what I mean? I'm a little confused. I don't understand. What they did. If there. it was a higher platform, I could understand the more being hurt, but it wasn't right. that high. No, no, I agree. Well, did you enjoy the match or not so much? Match, it was a decent match. Could have been a little better. I thought it was okay too. I, I didn't dislike the match. I thought Roman was going to pop out of the dumpster. Everybody thought that, and I, you know, I uh, and some people also were thinking that, um, you know, and thank you, Holly, for calling. Some people were also saying. Well, it's not fair. You got the rules of somebody was treating me the actual rules to a dumpster match. Come on, guys, stop. What are we doing here? What's this? I mean, all rules from the wrestling industry are very similar to the credibility behind NFL rules. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a little shady. So, and sketchy, as the kids are saying. But, oh, the dumpster match. You got to close the lid. Like, coffin match, dumpster match, all these different matches. You know, ugh. Ambulance match. Got to close the door. I know. I, I announced, unfortunately, I had to be the commentator on many of these style matches, and I hate them. I don't I don't think you could throw a flag on a WWE for Kalisto. He didn't win because the cover wasn't closed. First of all, the man was too tall for him to close it. Okay, He's a giant in the kiddie pool. And if you listen to, uh, what's the young lady's name? JoJo. Joey JoJo. If you listen to JoJo before the match. Joey JoJo! No. Nope. If you listen to, if you listen to uh, uh, JoJo, she says, um, you know, the winner must throw their opponent or put their opponent in the dumpster. So they protected themselves. I do not think she said anything in the world of, uh, you know what I mean, like uh, you got to close the lid and stuff like that. So, you know, there's always margin for change with these rules. You know, what matches like that and, and in the business, you know what I mean? So you, I don't think you can go, like, crazy on um, crazy on that. But when he was standing in that uh, in that dumpster, well, at first when I saw the dumpster, I go, oh, my God, this dumpster is just too little. This guy is just a giant human. And and it was funny. He was just standing there. It just looked like a – it reminded me of the pool. And I was just sitting there laughing. I don't think everybody at home was laughing. <laughs> what the hell? I'm thinking everybody else is laughing. Good Lord. 
I think everybody else is laughing. Everybody. Here every day. We'll get it right one day. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think... Um, I don't think you, you should throw a flag or get pissed off at them for the lack of the cover being, you know, put down and all that kind of jazz. I, I, I didn't. Did that bother you, Dennis? No, I. No, I get what they were doing. They just wanted yeah. Braun to lose so that he could get mad and then destroy Kalisto. Right. Exactly. And he wouldn't have, like you said, he wouldn't have fit. <sighs> no, he wouldn't have fit. That's why I, I guess they, you know, then I'm starting to think as I see Braun pushing this giant dumpster around, which I don't even know if the announcers put him over for that. You know how heavy that friggin' thing is? That was impressive. <laughs> so maybe that's why they didn't have like a giant, <clears throat> big, big dumpster, because he probably couldn't push it around, no matter how strong the guy is. I mean, he's a human. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think you can get mad at them for not closing the lid. I don't, I, I didn't have that big of a deal with it, to be honest with you. And um, I also don't think that um, I don't think it, I don't think it looks strong when they pushed when Braun pushed the dumps off the stage. It just didn't. It didn't. It just didn't. You know. It, it, what, what did uh, what was it? Uh, Cowboy said um, Cowboy. before the show. He said something like, "I look like he pushed off a sub sub like off the subway, subway. platform." <laughs> it's true though. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. That'd be funny if you and. I pitch you guys on a push each other off the subway. Yeah, yeah, no, like on a platform. You guys always you're always playing around, like like frolicking around, like frolicking, like joking around and running around in circle, like little ass grabbing games you guys play. And I could just pitch you guys running around. Ah, I pushed you on the subway. You know, not when the train's coming. I don't mean like that, but just like I could pitch you guys doing that kind of stupid. <laughs> I just don't know why. I just visualize that. You know what I mean? All right, I'll make a note. No, I just I just like to cast the. Some- the way you guys... No, I'm not saying to do this, Dennis. I'm just saying that's kind of how I visualize you people. That's how I think of you. You know, you two guys. You know what I mean? It's just always frolicking. What's the word? Frolicking? Frolicking? Frolicking. Fro- <laughs> Big frolickers, Anthony. I can just picture that. Because you're always... It's, you guys love each other. It's always laughing and stuff and lying to each other. It's great. It's awesome. It really is. Uh, so anyway, I um, I don't know. I, I think that you got to, re- let me just regroup here, as I was about to say, WWE should regroup. I think they got to regroup a little bit here. And I think they got to hone in Finn Balor, meaning let's not have him sprinkled all over the place. Let's make Finn the guy. If we're going to go with Finn versus uh, Brock at SummerSlam and you're stalling, okay, fine. If you're stalling, you're stalling. Stall good. Make this guy not in six-man tags, you know, traditional tags, Promo segments with the Miz, barbing jokes with the Miz. That's that's not gonna make Finn Balor. That's not gonna do nothing. So what's gonna happen at the pre-show for 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 a payback? Okay. F- so you're gonna do you're gonna do a Miz TV, and you're gonna have Finn come out, and he's gonna be made fun of, meaning Finn by Miz, and then it's gonna end up with Miz taking a big ass bump by Finn. Finn's music playing. Maurice going to tall husband, make sure he's okay, and people popping for Finn, and that's what you're going to get. What is that doing for either of those guys? Nothing. Absolutely. That's just, that's what's going to happen. Well put. It does nothing for no one because it's safe booking. Well, we're giving him Finn <clears throat> so no one can complain because people love Finn. And Miz can get heat with anybody in the mic, <clears throat> and we got to put Miz over because 
We spent a long time in segment one, what the three talking segments fighting amongst each other, the Dean Ambrose, the Jericho, and, and, and the, uh, the um, Miz segment. Miz, yeah. I drew a blanket. So let's let's keep pushing the Miz TV, which I have no problem with them pushing the Miz TV thing. I, I you know you guys know I love Miz, uh, so you know. Anyway, you got to regroup. With, you got to regroup with you got to regroup with um, with Finn Balor. You got to hone him in. If you're going to go that way with SummerSlam, I really think you got to do it. By the way, I'm looking here on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com. And Chris Hall says, did you hear about Crazy Steve going to WWE? I did not hear about that. But when I heard Crazy Steve was leaving, um, you know, Impact Wrestling, I started thinking, you know, he's done a lot of good business with the Hardys. On the other side with the K, for those that know, he's done a lot of that stuff there. He fits that role. Maybe he'll be involved with that. Or you could put him with Bray Wyatt with no problem. Or maybe you start a different group. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Eric Rowan does something. Or maybe Luke Harper does something. Crazy Steve could fit in with Eric Young's group on NXT. Sanity. So you could go those three different ways, and, and Crazy Steve's a perfect fit. Maybe Sanity's the way they go. But I initially thought Hardy's. My first gut, Hardy's, because even though he was on the opposite side of the Broken Ones, and he was with Decay, I visualized him doing something once they do the Hardys with this broken thing and this lawsuit thing or whatever. I just think maybe maybe it's good if he goes there. Or um, meaning uh, meaning Crazy Steve goes with, with the Hardys, or maybe he goes, it's probably, I'm thinking out loud here, I'm booking on the fly Jones here, maybe he goes with the, with the uh, Sandler gimmick. You picture that, right? I think it's going to be awesome. Any capacity between, you have the Sanity option, the Hardy option, the Bray Wyatt option. So eventually when all three of those factions or individuals come together in some form it's going to be great television with the, the wyatt compound that they can bring back in right hopefully right. the hardys get broken by then right yeah i don't know why you're saying all this i was talking about crazy steve sir well i'm saying wherever he fits in it's going to add to the okay. so are you seeing these reports about crazy steve before i move on uh just, i'm just telling you what chris hall said to me here on a gimmick chat there's scuttlebutt but nothing. Yeah. Also on the gimmick chat, um, Easter Esther Long, I should say, is saying Enzo and Cass gimmick is getting old. Old capitalized. Yo, I've been saying that for a while. You know, it's it's they, they that's what WWE does. They beat it down. They beat it into you. Once it gets over a little bit, they beat you with it. It's a, they got less is more. That's why I said when they did this superstar shakeup, I could have sworn I was the guy saying put Enzo and Cass on SmackDown. At least they'll feel more fresh. Those guys are in a tough spot. You know what I mean? They're in a tough spot. So, uh, hey, uh, Christian in uh, Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz show. Hey, good morning, Taz. Good moment. I just want to give a, a just a mess with the cowboy, man. My man checked on me three times. He said, hey, uh, this is Taz, Joe. How are you doing? I'm like, yo, man, uh, you already checked on me like 30 minutes ago. Oh, so cowboy, uh, you're saying he's slipping up. Yeah, man, what's going on, man? But I don't know I'm what like, he's doing. Maybe he's uh, I don't know what he's. Maybe he's drinking vodka or something in the morning with, with yeah. orange juice or something. Maybe the kids all lit up. Maybe he's drunk. I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to be like him when he grows up. When I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you knew Cowboy, I, I I don't think the guys ever drank hard liquor. To be honest with you, Cowboy. I'm serious about that. But uh, anyway, Kristen, how can I help you? 
Nah, man, I just wanted to give it a, a couple uh, the off the hooks for the Grind My Gears. Oh, Grind My Gears. Okay, and begin. All right. So uh, I moved here to Pennsylvania from New York a couple of years ago. And uh, a couple of things I grind my gear about Pennsylvania. Uh, the first thing is that it gets cold in here, mm. snow and everything, and I still see people wearing shorts and flip-flops. Makes no sense. But I respect that because I'm, I'm, I used to be like, as I'm getting old, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I, I know it could be annoying. They, they, they're trying too hard with the flip-flop thing. I mean, you know what? You want to do that, move to Tampa. Okay, you want to act like a big shot. I get your drift. I get your drift. Makes no sense. And right. snow. And snow, right? Yeah, and the snow. The snow's a little rough with flip-flops. That's how you get frostbitten and your toes fall off. Right, right. So, Hold on a second, sir. Where where in Pennsylvania are we talking about? What area of Pennsylvania? York, Pennsylvania. I know the York. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's not really really a metropolis, sir. I'm just letting you know. No, not at all. Not at all, sir. Not at all, sir. And and, uh, uh, the... the, um, Excuse me. Well, what sucks about it, though, is like I said, I moved here from New York. And then when I moved back and when I come and visit my friends out in New York, now I'm noticing this weird stuff now. Vehicles have a bumper buffalo thing in the back of their car because people are just bashing each other back and forth. You talking about the rubber? <laughs> yes. I hate those things. What the hell? So, yeah. So, there's that. That's my green. You don't like the rubber on the car? No, sir. I don't no, either. People, I don't either. All right. So wait, now I'm a little confused. Now I can see why Cowboy checked up on you, by the way. So uh, so you, those two topics are going against each other, and you're, you're off the hooks, right? Yes. What's your next two? Next two is... Uh, Sir, are these not written down, Kristen? You know how I get... No, 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 no. We good, we good, we good. Come we on, rapido, rapido. Let's go. Come on, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So in wrestling, if there's a champion, why does he have to come out first? He should come out last. He no. is the champion. Disagree. That bothers me. I understand it bothers you. These are all you're off the hooks. I respect that. A lot of people have that sentiment you have. I yes. understand it's an old school thought. I know that. I'm in the new school in that. I'm not cri- I don't get pissed when the champion comes out first. But I do get your drift, and it's you're off the hook, so we'll let it go. All right. And that is facing inconsistent booking. That wrestling um, has, especially with uh, I call it casual mania. I'm still bothered that the Shane McMahon Undertaker match happened last year, and they did not mention what was in the damn briefcase. It's <laughs> a good point. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but notice there was some crime behind you. I'm assuming this is your child, or you didn't oh, kidnap her. Uh, I am their I am their manager. Okay. Their manager. <laughs> yes, she is a boss. She is running the game right now. Always, yeah. though. The, the kids yeah. run the game, bro, all the time. <laughs> never never, one. never ends, bro. Never, never. <laughs> I, one for school. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I see, I see there's one over there in the background right there. Is I don't answer? have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what else you got? What's your third one? And, um, no, you know what? That was. It, it, this is a main event. This is just That was the main event. The special uh, referee for that right. match that I gave you yeah. is you shaking Taz's ha- uh, hand at Barely Legal. You wait, shouldn't have done that. Wait, me? Wait, who like? I sh- oh, I shouldn't have shook Sabu's hand? You shouldn't have done that, yes. <laughs> I got paid to do it. What are you talking about? Why no. should I had to shake his hand. I had to turn. They had to have Van Dam attack me and stuff. I know, I know but that bothered me. I was like, why'd you do that, Taz? Uh, well, but they... Yeah. My whole thing, and thank you, Krista, for calling. I, I appreciate it. My whole thing back then, the way Paul was booking me, was that it, even though I was a prick, I was a heel, I was all this stuff, I was mean, I was nasty. At the end of the day, I was a competitor. And I could admit when I won or lost or whatever, and I had no problem shaking someone's like That was kind of, you know, and who would have thunk it? Then after that, you heard something called Ring of Honor. They did the handshake thing. Not saying that it was hacked by me, but I'm just saying that's kind of like, 
was a thing that I, that I would do at times in a tough competition. And uh, but anyway, uh, that's I gotta go to break here because no one's paying attention to the time clock except me. So other side of break, top of the hour, we'll have Mike Johnson on, where he will basically act like he's giving information to the show, but yet he's promoting everything for his website. So you guys can go there and get the real dirt on what people are stooging off to him. That's what'll happen when Mike Johnson comes on shortly. Catch up, Rip. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I right, we're back here in the Tat Show Tuesday edition. Give you a lot of raw reaction stuff. Going to do a little more of that in a little while. But in a few seconds, we have the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. Mike will be on. That's the good news. Yes, bad news. The bad news is there will be, uh, well, no Skype for Mike. Skype machine is not working, apparently. So, we have Mike on the phone. So I know Mike makes sure he wears a freshly pressed Taz Show polo shirt. He tries to look handsome and sharp as a tack. He's a pro. And now the poor bastard's got to be on the phone. Probably thinking, damn it, I could have done this in my Star Trek pajamas. I didn't have to get dressed up and showered up on Taz's deal. Skype is broken. And now I'm screwed. But anyway, without any further ado, let's do a PW Insider Report, my friend. Three, two, one. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. The inventor of good moments. Good moment, Mike Johnson. Good moment, Taz. And I just have to correct you. I was wearing my Superman underoos last night. Oh, Superman. You're very impressive. And how are you, my friend? I'm good. I, uh, I bring you greetings. Many a former ECW star asked me to tell you hello over the weekend. Wow. I'm actually surprised at that. Um, yes. J.T. Smith, especially. Ah. Please tell Taz I say hello. J.T. was always a good guy. Man, I haven't heard his name in a long time. Interesting. <clears throat> That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, uh, I, you know, a bunch of them were. Uh, there was a convention at the uh, the former arena, and uh, we what is that? What is that arena called this week? The twenty three hundred arena. All right. Yeah. No, it changes a lot. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. so cha- you know, every two weeks, and um, I did make I did make an offhanded comment to the arena management. I was like, "Send a bunch of nice banners there. Why isn't there an orange one for Taz?" Ah. And they were like, "Oh, yeah, we need to get to Taz." I said, "Yeah, I think you do." Well, wait a minute now. So this is the person who owns the building. Yes. We need to get to. T- is there a Shane Douglas uh, banner? There, there is. There should be. That's I why. Agree. That's why there X. Should, there should have been a Taz one before Shane Douglas. I, I'm not saying that, but Shane, Shane, you know, was the one who threw down the title and all that. I mean, I, um, I'm a big fan of, of the I, franchise. Shane I, 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 that that Shane from '94 to '96 was phenomenal. Great, no doubt. Um, wow. Yeah. No. I. Uh, so there's. I could. I bet you. I could name all the guys who have banners in there. It's. It's okay. Um, it, it, we can do that another time. Uh, I, you know, I wonder if anybody else besides you uh, went to bat for me and said, "Yo, why is there not a Taz banner here?" I don't know, but I do know this: if we talk about the banners, it would be more entertaining than Raw. Well, yes, because I buried Raw. It sucked. Oh, it it sucked. was rough. 
It sucked. No, it did suck. But I have to ask before I forget. Before I forget, Mike, I got to ask you. I got to ask you. Did you not, because my producer did not follow up as I asked him an hour ago and he got me nothing. Did you not um, post something? Because I want to make sure I I said this right. I think I used something, uh, your your story or whatever you said. Was Was Roman Reigns backstage last night? Roman was there. They, he flew in. He flew into Kansas City yesterday morning. He was absolutely there. Man, why didn't they use him? I, I mean, don't know. That is just why. Crazy. Why did they have that? Mean, why did they build a mystery partner for, for for an hour and then not have anybody for the Miz? Right. Well, don't, that, why did Bray Wyatt? Why did Bray Wyatt wipe out two baby faces? He's not wrestling right before the pay per view. Well, that's what I was saying. Like the whole. Well, that whole thing. Why? why <laughs> the Finn Balor. Why, why, how about forget Finn Balor? Why was there no Universal Champion Brock Lesnar there? Well, why is there no Universal Brock Champion Lesnar. at the pay per view? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I went off about this before. So, why um, you give us that great six man tag with Samoa Joe and Finn Balor, and then it goes five minutes. Yeah, well, that's like, why, a good point. why even why even book? Like, I, I try to be positive. I try to be a, a glass half full guy. You know that. Yes, yes. Some people will complain about me about that. They'll criticize me mm. and say I'm not I'm not critical enough of the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that Raw sucked. It did. Um, I said if I had it. gone to Kansas City for that Raw, if I had paid for that Raw, I would have been let down as an audi- as a paying member of the audience. Yeah. Watching that show, and this is, this is the weird thing, right? I get quarter hours and the ratings are so important. But they did nothing, and I mean nothing, to enhance the anticipation to go into payback. I know that's what I was, was saying. Not one, yeah. not Bailey, no. not Bailey and Alexa, not the Roman Braun no. thing. Nothing. No, I agree. They did nothing to make you go. I can't wait to watch this show on Sunday. And I was, I was really surprised because the Raw the week before, I praised. I thought it was one. I, I liked that. I liked that episode a lot more than you did. I felt. I really loved that episode the week before. I thought it was like the best three-hour Raw they had done in forever. It flew on by. There was no bloated segments. And then they opened this thing up with like a 25-minute deal with, her, with the three the About three the talk, talk shows. shows. The it three talk off. shows. The talk shows that are really not talk shows. They're just promo segments. All right. But, now, now, now the Skype machine is calling me. You know this, right? Ah, this is interesting. Should I answer this? Uh, you probably should. Okay. Sounds like a shady situation. We'll wait, Mike. Take your time. You see me. Hold on. Oh, I see you, Mike. All right, I'm hanging up the phone. Okay, hang up the phone, Mike. Mike Johnson, uh, there he is. We got video, Mike Johnson, on the show right here. Uh, hey, what's up? Oh, now I hear you better. Let's let's get the audio mix. This is all on the fly booking. That's what we do here on the Taz Show. Make, I'm making sure my cell phone's off now. Hold on, okay. Mike. We got to make sure all of our teleporting devices are all set. Hang on. We're good on that. We got the Dynaflow, right? That's checked. Okay, we're just good. Okay, we're good. That might get the, get the financial neighbors for him. Okay, good. Okay, good. So, uh, Mike Johnson, welcome to the Taz Show. We got you in the video. Hi, now. nice to see you. It's good to see you. I couldn't help but notice you're kind of doing like a Vegas act with the dancing and the chest uh, hair, just, the chest hair constantly. with the button, the chest hair. What's going on with the chest hair, bro? Oh, well, I thought we were off the air, so you know. You caught- <laughs> <laughs> Porn actor Jones. Okay, got it. So, uh, as I as I joked to Cowboy, I was like, this was going to be the show. I did the show naked, but well, you know, what the hell. You got- uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I hear you. You like John Cena and uh, and uh, what's her name, Nikki Bella? All right, that's, that's kind of what that's like. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we much so like me and John that chin. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so we were talking, right? So we were talking about the whole deal with uh, with Raw and everything and all that stuff, and that's why I know I know I knew that I saw that you had posted that Roman was backstage, and that's what I was absolutely just confused. He was absolutely here. there. Yeah, man. I 
I thought for sure. A lot of people thought he was going to be in the dumpster. I, I didn't think that. That's why I never said nothing like that. I, I thought he would have attacked or saved with that little tiny bump that they had the guy taking the dumpster, which was like a four-foot drop. Uh, why is that supposed to hurt? I hate to be like that, but I don't know why that dumpster bump is supposed to hurt. And why such a tiny dumpster? I guess it was a, it was a little dumpster. And I guess because Braun would be tough him to push around a giant dumpster, you know what I mean? Or maybe they, or maybe they decided to. Well, they didn't decide to do it the last minute because they advertised the dumpster match over the weekend. So they no, did. They did. I, I just, I just, I was gonna give them an out, and I, and I realized I shouldn't. No, don't give them an out. But the best part was the funniest part actually was when Roman, when uh, Braun Strowman, I said this earlier, got put inside the dumpster. He was standing there like, like you know, like when the adults stand in like the little plastic kiddie pools. I was saying this earlier. Yes, that's it. <laughs> And, and since when don't you have to put the top on the dumpster? Well, that's a whole other topic. We could discuss that. See, some people, I had people actually, I wonder if this was you, Mike, but how many of your fake, many fake accounts, sending me the rules of the dumpster match. And I understand people's outrage. Oh, my God, you got to cover the dumpster. Or, you, hey, just like if you do a casket match, got to cover it. Or you got to close the ambulance doors on the ambulance. I know. But listen, if you listen to Joey, Joey Jojo, if you listen to her, Okay, if you listen to what she said in her ring announcement, I'm pretty sure she protected herself and the company by saying your opponent must be put in the dumpster. She never referenced the rules, nor did the announcers. So as a former announcer, that I think you got to give them a little break on. No, you're, probably, you're right. Of course I'm yeah. right. This is why I do and, what I do. And listen, we all know they, they retroactively change things to fit, fit no, their needs stop. As, no, as they go. You no, know that. no, come on now. It's like stop. comic books. They change the rules all the time. <laughs> All right, so uh, do you have any kind of news or scuttlebutt or something you're going to promote to put for people to go onto your website to watch later, or what, what are you doing now? No to be debate. I felt bad. What's that? You have nothing? I got nothing. Oh, good. I felt bad. I almost canceled my appearance. I got nothing. Well, at least you're honest. I mean, I, I, listen, people... I'll, never I'll never lie. If I had something juicy, I'd tell you. I got nothing juicy for later on. I got okay. nothing juicy now. Hey. I mean, I got a lot. I, got, I mean, I I, did we talk? Did you talk about the whole deal with uh, House of Hardcore and Ring of Honor and WWE over the weekend? Because that's a fascinating story. Uh, no, I did not. All right, so I'll tell you this one real quick. So you know the Hardys finished up. They were re they were supposed to wrestle Matt. Um, excuse me, they were supposed to wrestle Dreamer and Bully Ray over the weekend for House of Hardcore, right? Right. right. WWE tells them, well, you can appear, but you can't wrestle. Mm -hmm. Which, given that House of Hardcore had been advertising a cage match for I don't know four months, was an issue. So Dreamer had reached out to Ring of Honor, and to Ring of Honor's credit, even though they run the same building in front of potentially the same fans, they agreed they were going to send the Young Bucks to replace the Hardys, which, you know, that's kind of a cool, unique deal. Sure. And the morning of the show, one of the Bucks got sick at the airport, and they returned home. They didn't get on the plane from California. Mm. So Dreamer has no main event and no substitute for the main event. Mm. So that afternoon, he reaches out to WWE and pretty much tells them, hey... You guys have kind of screwed me. You've left me in a lurch. Uh, I, what happened to guys being able to finish out their deals? And by the way, Drew McIntyre is wrestling two hours away from here, and he's finishing out. So why can't these guys finish out for me? You really kind of screwed me. So to their credit, Dreamer says that uh, Vince McMahon and Triple H reached out and gave the permission for Matt and Jeff Hardy to wrestle. So they actually, at the last minute, Matt, WWE allowed those guys to wrestle for Dreamer over the weekend and finish up. Well, that was nice of uh, Vince and Triple H. They did the right thing. See, a lot of times what happens is 
stuff that happens behind the scenes. There's different layers of management. And uh, people just blame Vince at times, and it's and sometimes that stuff don't even get to him, and it's unbeknownst to him. So that's a perfect example of uh, you know of of Vince and, and Triple H doing the right thing there. So I think that's uh, I think that's cool. That that's good. Speaking of the Hardys, uh, have you have any kind of update from what Impact Wrestling with this lawsuit? Um, you know, because some people thought Matt was more broken last night. I really didn't think he was. I thought he was more V one. He was doing the hand and everything. Uh, any update on this Matt, lawsuit? You know, the only thing Matt did last night was he did the he did the little delete thing. Yeah, he went and, delete. And towards Sheamus, but that was really it. There's no official lawsuit. They're just going back and forth. They're maneuvering with lawyers. I guess the latest is that they're trying to come to some sort of settlement with Anthem so that they'd be able to use the characters. I mean, let's face it. The second they went back to WWE, Anthem should have backed off because you know as well as I do, the last thing anybody should ever want in their lives is for Jerry McDivitt to be facing off with them in a courtroom. Of course, yeah. Lose. That man does not lose cases. He does yeah, not but, lose. But what he also, but hold on, you are correct. But what he also does, this is what makes him an excellent attorney and representation for the, the WWE. Yeah, he's a tenacious pit bull, in, 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 absolutely, as a lawyer, there's no doubt. But he also will not get his client, Vince McMahon, and that company in uh, in hot water, meaning he won't delve into something. He won't go into a fight he can't win. So, yeah, exactly. And that's what makes a great attorney. I mean, I know, you know, so I'm just telling you, like, that's what he does. That's what makes him great. There are certain fights he won't take and and he because he knows they're wrong. And uh, in this one, I think it's smart the way he's playing it because you have to. Yeah. I, I think it's a little – the whole thing – look, I look at it like it, – you could still play. I've said this many times. You could still play this broken character on the air. You don't have to use the word broken. They could still do a lot of the same elements, and 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 I don't think that that impact would have any case at all. I really don't. But I don't. I don't think they have a case to begin with. To right, be honest. Right. Well, that's just <laughs> WWE don't want to. They probably either they got threatened to get hit with a cease and desist, or they got one already. So maybe that's what it was. I, no, they couldn't have got one. No, they couldn't have gotten one because it wasn't like the Hardys did anything to get. Impact yeah, I don't. I, don't yeah, yeah. I think the Hardys received le like an, a legal letter. I don't think WWE has ever received anything. Well, what you get, I've gotten those from companies. What sometimes what you get is you get a you get basically get a, a very nice warning. It's a threat without being a threat and a legal a friendly warning. It's a legal document of a threat that's well written, not attacking, not aggressive, but it's a threat. It's basically saying, listen, we just want to remind you of ba 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 ba, and it's like, oh boy. And that's what that is, you know, and that's probably I'm assuming that's what the Hardys got. But uh, who knows? Maybe in three months we won't be talking about this no more. And the Hardys will be broken and everything will be great. And they'll do stuff. And, and, you know. and to me, as long as Matt's doing a little bit of the, you know, the, the, the when he goes ever or, or doing this, then like, you know, you know, as well as I do, the way WWE looks at it is we're we're educating our audience. We're letting we're leading our audience to that moment, because in their mind, they're like, oh, we can do the old Hardy Boy shtick, and we can sell merchandise based on this the nostalgia, and then we can change up the characters as opposed to bringing in these, this version of Matt and Jeff Hardy that no one's ever heard of. Or Vince might just say, ah, eh, we're not going to do it. It wouldn't be the first time that he had Matt Hardy as a hot character and then decided we're not going to go in that direction. Think about when Matt returned following the whole Lita Edge thing. What a hot character he was. The crowd was so behind him, and by his first pay-per-view, they had pretty much slotted him well, well below Edge. And then a couple of months later, he was shafted over to SmackDown, and you know he did other things, but he was never as hot as he was in that moment. Right? No, I agree. Um, you know, the thing is, I don't, 
I, I differ from you. I don't, I actually, I don't like that Matt currently is doing some of the broken little nuances. I said this, I suggested this on my show recently. I think that keep them, uh, the, the Hardy Boys and all that stuff, and then once there's that time or something happens, an epiphany or whatever it is, something happens that, boom, snaps and turns Brother Nero, Matt Hardy to Brother Nero, and Matt Hardy into the broken Matt Hardy. Instead of these little bit of little little droppings that, that Matt's doing, I'm just not, I don't think they should do that because I think it's confusing for, for the casual fan. They have no idea why he's doing this, and I don't think they care. They just, oh, I remember the Hardy Boys. That was cool. Why this guy acts weird a little bit? That's all they're thinking. I, I, I really, I, I, it's just a way I think to placate to the hardcore fan. That's all they're doing. Just, that's just little teases in, in my viewpoint. Um, anyway, look, before I let you go, is there anything else of substance you have to bring to the show? Nope. Sound red alert. Okay. Man battle stations, stand by main phases. I understand. I, I understand. I, I understand. I mean, it's sometimes. I know. It's one of my flagship appearances. I'm sorry. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. It really is. It's, uh, no one's panicking here. Sound red alert. Really? No Man battle stations, stand by it's, main phases. It's totally fine. It really is. There's I'm no, under attack. No, no, you're not under attack, sir. I mean, no one's saying you're under attack. Set your faces on stun. Nobody said that. Why would we, you be under attack? I don't me? know. So, I'm just paranoid. Why don't you promote your stuff, Mike? It takes a while. Go for it. Now we're talking. Promote, like sir. This. Stop being a mock. Promote. Oh, look who's talking. you got every sports team ever on your hat. Um, God, that was the worst comeback ever, Mike. You're better than that. That was awful. That was <laughs> terrible. You, you are much better than that. You fired. Come on now. Come on. Break, all right, break, so break. You, can on. Check, you can check us out at PWInsider.com for all your wrestling news. Uh, you can check us out for three days ad-free at PWInsiderElite.com. Get tons of audio content. And, of course, you can follow me at MikePWInsider on Twitter. And we thank you if you do. And uh, I just want to say hello to the Lumberjack, since he isn't, like, not saying hello to anybody today. Uh, hello? <laughs> what are you... Yeah. Well, he's here. Don't worry about He's here, Mike. But ignore me. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like I've been excommunicated. Full stop, Mr. Check. I'll hold your position. But, you know, the thing is, Mike, um, yeah, he's very, uh, he's become a star. I'm wearing his T-shirt, you know. And I, I saw. Yeah, I think you need to interview him. I begged you to interview the former producer, and you didn't do that. And I think that'd be funny if you don't interview this guy, but work him whatever like you, you're going to do. Whatever I got to do to get over with you. So, all, all right, you, no Mike, you're, for the Listen, you're always over with me. You know that. Always. Damage reports, Scotty? Always. You're always over with me. You know that. So there's no need to even say that, Mike. You're the man. I love you. You know that. All right. Well, I, I thank you very much. Back. What's that? We're going to get you that Banner? Banner. Oh, what? Nah. Whatever, dude. I don't care. I mean, if they're, listen, they don't have any interest in giving me a banner. And it's fine. I don't, and that's fine. I'm not part of that, that click, that, that, that ECW click. I'm not. I, I'm an ECW original. I'm proud of my history, but I'm not part of that click in any way, shape, or form. That crew that gets again, that's good. Those guys all work hard. People love them, and that's cool. I'm fine with it. I'm not part of that thing. And that's okay. I don't need to be. I'm my own man. I'm, I've always been my own man. Excuse me? We're gonna drag you to South. No, Florida. no, no. They don't want me there. It's okay. I don't. It's okay because I'm busy and on a weekend it's my time off, and you know, uh, so I usually don't go anywhere on the weekends anyway. So that's the, the issue. You know what I mean? All right. Anything else, Mike? Nope. That's it. Stop shooting me, lumberjack. I have no idea what's going on. All I know, Mike Johnson, another epic episode as he dances his way off. Mike, anything? Yeah, parting words, sir. Good moment. Well said, Mike. <laughs> Way to bring a branch, not the wood, my friend. All right, listen, Mike, we appreciate you coming on as usual, buddy. 
Thank you, Taz. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks, Cowboy, for fixing the, the Skype gimmick. Ah, see that? We got it done here. That's Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, right there. With the PWN sort report, Mike Johnson, a mainstay on the Taz Show. Good friend of the show. He's a good man. The man who invented good moment. Cannot go wrong. All right, we're going to break right now. On the side of break, we'll be in the fourth quarter. We'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Take some more phone calls. A lot of people still call the show. Uh, also engage with some of the folks on the Facebook Live. And talk a little more raw and wrap this bitch up. Taz Show, right back. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, we're back here on this uh, Tuesday edition Taz Show. Talking raw a lot, which said Mike Johnson with PW Insider Report. So if you listen live on the radio.com app, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Maybe you're listening live at TashShow.com. Thank you for that. Maybe you're watching live at TashShow.com. That's awesome, too. Or maybe you check out the VOD, whatever you're doing. Appreciate the support for the show. And make sure, obviously, you got to rate the show. you got to go on the iTunes. And, of course, you got to tell them it's the best daily live streaming video show or audio on-demand v- podcast, whatever you want to say. i got it all covered. Thanks to the good folks here at CBS. i got it all covered. So, you know, whatever you want to say, you can say so we're going to get to some phone calls. I want to say hello first to all the people on Facebook Live. As I said, we are streaming live right now on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And why don't I see the show? I, never, I just log in and I got to hit refresh, Dennis. I know. Did that just get really hot in this room? No, I'm actually kind of rather cool. Really? I get kind of really hot by just now. Well, you you got the heater by you. That's not... Oh, this heater behind me, dude. It's just... Not good. I mean, it, it's, I just sweat my ass off here. It's unbelievable. Really. Like, my ass is water pouring off my ass right now. Should have hopped in the kiddie pool with Braun Strowman. <laughs> right now, everybody on Facebook's like, whoa, that was a good one. I, I didn't think of that. Because they, the <laughs> they didn't hear the first three quarters of the show because they don't pay attention. Everybody on the Facebook. <laughs> that I've been talking about the kiddie pool with Braun Strowman for three segments. Great point. Oh, God almighty. Uh, here we go. Uh, Tim Cossadine, Hot Flash Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's on the Facebook. Tim's on there. A lot of people are on there. Phones are flaring up. All sorts of stuff going on. Zachary Stachakowski. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Zach. Zach, if that is your real name. Chris Taylor. Steamed yeah bag. Steam yam bag. Rough. Disgusting. All right, anyway. David Burns. We did. We listened as well. So David is speaking on behalf of everybody <laughs> on Facebook. I like that. I like what David did right there. He's a leader. That guy is on a follow. David said, yes, we've all listened. Oh, man, it's hot. Bro, what am I going to do in the summer over here? I'm going to be sweating my ass off. You should talk to the higher-ups and get like a like a mister above you. Oh, God. Like, it, like when you go to the theme parks? Yeah. And you walk around, and you see the big overweight guy. Well, you see oh, the... Oh, easy, easy now. Because those big, are... I'm I'm very guy, familiar with this. Dude, I saw a guy do that. We were at Hershey Park once. Real quick before I could get into, back into talking wrong, getting on the phones. We were in Hershey Park once, 
and the guy was on the, they had like the shooting Mr. Water Jones, okay. right? I didn't know what you meant at first. Yeah, yeah, and there's all like kids playing amongst the water. It's hot as, it's Africa hot, bro. It's like, you know, super hot, right? I mean, just your sweat is sweating type thing, you know? And you're just, everybody's just hydrating, and there's just giant fat man just in standing like on the right of the, just getting shot with the water, eating french fries out of this. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> He's got no shirt on, flip-flops, shorts. He's holding uh. like some bag, and there's nobody near him, and he's just eating french fries soaking wet. It was so freaking disgusting. That's I'm, the American dream. I'm trying to get my phone out, and my phone was dead. That's just, I didn't have it just a few years ago. I didn't have like a, the really good iPhone. Now I got the uh. iPhone 9, as you guys know. I got the advanced iPhones. And my phone was dead. I couldn't even take a picture. My hand wasn't even dead back then. But, oh, my God, he's sitting there in the water mister eating the freaking, uh, you know. Jonathan Navarati on the Facebook. Sounds like Dennis Summer Plans. Wow. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Jonathan, I would love to eat fries under a nice mister. <laughs> you actually would love to do that. Hey, uh, who we got here? We got Alex in New York. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, buddy. Uh, first time, long time. Oh, wow. You have interesting. Right in the end bag. There he goes. Comes out for the first time, long time. Are you new to the show or you've been uh, a listener or viewer of the show? I've been a uh, listener or viewer of probably six months. Okay. So you're kind of on the newer side. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. What? How did you find out about the show? Like a CBS special? Or how did you find out? No, a friend of mine's been listening for a while. Well, so. tell him I said thank you and I thank you, my friend. So have you been liking what you're hearing? Uh, you listen every day, once in a while. How do you do it? I do it every day because um, my job's early in the morning. I get to listen to you when I get to work. That's cool. Alex, you're my new best friend. How can I help you? Um, I, we actually had some contact over uh, social media, oh, this as they call sound it. Good. This sounds bad. Uh, we were the ones that uh, cut out your head for the uh, Raw and Nassau Coliseum. Oh, dude, I remember you. Yes, thank you for doing that. No, no worries. It was just, it was great. We thought it was going to be hilarious. So what happened? They cut you guys out. Like what happened? They they did. Uh, we did have some covers over the signs. Uh, put uh, uh, Kurt Angle and uh, John Cena over you guys to get in, and then. Um, uh, they didn't show on uh, on TV once we took them off. Wait, wait I'm confused. John Cena, Kurt Angle, what? You showed them during their entrance? That's what you're saying? No, no, no. We put them over your guys' faces so it would be covered. Oh, so got in. I see, I see, I see. Oh, I misunderstood you. Now I got you. A little okay. misdirection. A little misdirection. Shifty Jones. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work, though. <laughs> no, 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 it didn't, unfortunately. So they, they cut around you? Where were you guys sitting? Uh, we were, like, uh, where the announcers would usually be, uh, the way they used to be, behind, like, 16 rows back. Hmm. So, yeah, they just, they, they just cut around us. I feel bad, man, because you guys went through a lot of work, and it didn't make air, and I feel bad yeah. for you guys, actually. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's okay. We try. We try. Yeah, well, that's nice, man. I, I got a feeling you're not going to give up. You seem persistent. No. Yeah, I can no, tell. No, no, no. Uh, what else is going on, dude? Um, I want to talk about the uh, the Roman character. Yes, yeah, um, I, you, I think you brought it up a few, I think it was like Friday of last week, um, that they needed to give him like a reboot. Oh, yeah, I think so. Nasty, pissed off heel, but it seems like they're not going to do that. Yeah. If you watched Raw last night, the packaging and some interview he did with .com, you know, it just seems like the same old Roman. Yeah, after after WrestleMania, uh, I would think that they could, uh, seeing that the taker is gone, um, they could morph him into like a, not, I don't want to say like a dead man character, but like a... 
that same sort of feel. Well, I think more of a, I agree. Uh, You know, I agree, Alex. I think more of a sinister feel. And, you know, it's a good idea what you have, kind of taking some of the elements, not a lot, not glaring elements from The Undertaker. That actually would be very, very creative, what you're saying. Actually very cool. I'm thinking, uh, I'm morphing it bigger than what you are saying, Connie. You know what I mean? Like, I I think that'd be, I'm thinking out loud here. It would be cool to pull some of The Undertaker into Roman Reigns into a sinister heel, you know? Yeah, because you want him to. They they want him to get the the fans behind him. I think that if they're filling that void, that might work. Might work. I do think he's just he needs to be a heel, like a, a violent killer heel or something, and they're not gonna. I just don't. I think they're they're really beyond people liking him. Maybe I'm wrong, and I hope I am. I know they're putting a lot of time, effort, and money into pushing this guy, and I hope it ends up that it works for them. I know it works. Let me back up. And Alex, thank you for calling. I know it works for them that they're making money off his character, and he's making money. So that that goes without saying. When I say I hope it, I hope it works for the WWE. What I mean is, they have been hell bent on making this young man a babyface to have this connectivity to the audience, and it hasn't worked. For their efforts and their persistence, I respect that because I'm a persistent guy. So when someone's persistent on something, I respect it if they believe in it. I respect it. And obviously, Vince and company, they respect it. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Therefore, I say it's cool that they keep trying, but it's getting to a point where you got to stop. And I think we're close, very close to that point where enough. The persistence, the passion, all that of making them a face. And I'm probably wrong on this where it's just like, no, we don't care if he's a face. We don't care if he's a heel. We just want a reaction, which I've said before. That's... if you have TV time and you're getting a reaction, you're over. That's what over is. And you're making money, obviously, and the company's making money. That's all part of being over. Over doesn't just mean he wins championships or that guy's not over. Kurt Hawkins is not over because he's not going to win a championship. No, no, no. Kurt Hawkins gets a reaction, and Kurt Hawkins, um, you know, uh, uh, is getting a lot of mic time and TV time. He's over. He's doing well. Unfortunately, an example of someone who's not over is Apollo Crews. He's not over. And it's not because of his look. It's not because of his physique. It's not because of his work rate. That's for sure. It's because no one cares about him. And that's not his fault. That's because the company has done nothing to make us care about Apollo Crews. At least Hawkins, we care because he can talk and he's charismatic and they're giving him a platform. That's the difference. Now, if you put Hawkins and Apollo Crews in a room, who talks better? Hawkins. Apollo Crews' weak point is his promo skills. All right, well, you know what? Take someone like a Byron Saxon, make him his manager. Give him a manager. Turn him heel. You're not going to put him with Heyman because they keep Heyman at a very high level with just Brock, and he's he's an advocate, not a manager. I get it. So, fine. Get someone to talk for Apollo, because this guy's work is tremendous. He's underutilized as a wrestler, but he can't talk you into the building, where Kurt Hawkins, believe it or not, can. Even though they're not pushing Kurt Hawkins, I know that I, I don't people will take what I'm saying out of context, you know, and which I'm sure will happen anyway. Um, anyway, I'm looking at the Facebook Live, and uh, we have a lot of people saying a lot of things. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's what Facebook Live is, Taz. Uh, we know that, um, so... You gotta share that, uh, Dennis. Anything else you have to say, or you're done right now? No, I'm good right now. You're okay. doing a you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks, pal. That's why I won awards. Uh, Bo in Ohio, you're on the Taz show. Hey, what's going on, man? What do you say, Bo? 
Uh, not much, man. Uh, I wanted to so first off say first time, long time. Another guy. Back to back Jones in the yam bag. <laughs> Look at this crap. What's up, pal? I, I uh, wanted to give my off the hooks, and I also wanted to ask you for permission for something. Uh-oh. Well, let's give the permission. Let's do the permission thing first. Okay, well, I'm in a band right now, uh, and we're recording our first album. What type of music, sir? Give me what type of music are we playing in this band? Uh, it's like a hip-hop metal band. It's kind of like Rage Against the Machine or oh, Snot or Head P.E. I'm a big, big fan of the Rage Against the Machine. You know, uh, my video producer here, um, you know, Anthony, I don't know if you're familiar, but he actually uh, is was a hip-hop artist, too. And, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that. You might have... I mean, I don't know if you can get it done. He's the man, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just letting you know. So, Well, uh, hopefully we can, you know, just at least compare to him, even in the slightest. Maybe we'll be, you know. Yeah, but if you have a band, maybe you could get him. Maybe he can come in and he could do some, like, rapper fee. What do you think? I would love to help you rap, and then we make a big record. <laughs> that so would be do, awesome. Do the hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's a, you, so you do straight hip-hop, or it's more like rage? What are, what are you doing here? It's, uh, the way I describe it, it's like if Pantera had, uh, had uh, a hip-hop Pantera. Thing, if that makes sense. Oh, hey, wait! Hold on. Sorry, <laughs> sound effects still went a little crazy downstairs. I apologize. It's like a what now, Pantera? Like, like if Pantera had a, had a hip-hop singer, basically, is what, what, oh, what, I, what I described. I, it. <laughs> it just keeps <laughs> going back to Anthony, I gotta tell you. <laughs> I mean... Hold on, Bo. Ant, Ant, jump in here, Ant. Ant, uh, meet, Ant, meet Bo. What's up, Bo? What's going on, man? Nothing so, much, man. So, uh, Ann, are you interested in being the lead hip-hop <laughs> singer for Bo's band in Ohio? Well, I was just doing... I was confused. Did he say that he was hip-hop like Rage Against the Machine, or did he say it was like hip-hop mixed with Rage Against the Machine? Well, that's up to Bo to answer. I think it would be more like Rage Against the Machine. A lot of people compare us to them. We're, we're just real hip-hop, you know, heavy spoken word on top of real heavy riffs. Is no, there any reason why, Anthony, you got to, like, laugh at this guy, Bo? Like, like, come on, are you guys like Rich? I guess I'm rapping. Why, 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 why no, would you act like that towards a caller? I just wanted to clarify, because at first I thought he said, we're hip-hop, like, Rage Against the Machine, and I was like, well, uh... But now I'm getting what he says, that it sounds very intriguing. Oh, you're such a bull <laughs> artist. Um, Go give us a like on Facebook, Toy Box Killer. Uh, plug Jones, there you go, we'll send you an invoice. <laughs> there, there, that, is that the favor you wanted? No, actually, the favorite is... Um, oh, no, well, Bo, what you did there was... I know you're new to the show, Bo. Bo, it, it causes a lot of riff here in the company when you do stuff like that. You know what I mean, Bo? You can't do that, bro. You, you just... You know, because then what happens is on the audio on demand, it disappears when you do stuff like that. But what's the favor? Uh, we, uh... I was actually seeing if it was okay to wear one of your T-shirts on the album cover. We're taking oh, pictures today. Yes, we will send you an invoice for that, also, <laughs> sir. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, no, I no, have no absolutely. No, absolutely. If you, if dude, wear it, and you're doing, you're taking a picture for the album cover. You said. Yeah, the the album cover that we're doing, we're shooting it today. So. Wow, fancy dance. So yeah, good luck. I mean, congrats on that. But yeah, you have my permission on the air. Wear it, no doubt. Um, and then if you tweet it out or whatever, tag the show and tag me. And then we'll make sure we retweet it from one of the accounts and uh, give you guys some publicity on that. Man, that's awesome. I appreciate it. You got it. And it'll probably cost you about $900 to wear that shirt. Uh, just letting you know. Okay? <laughs> uh, that's, that's how the game is. And you're running the game. So. Well, you make a good point. <laughs> I'm running the game. How did you find out about the Taz Show, sir? Man, uh, honestly, I, uh, I'm a wrestling nerd, man. And uh, I was listening 
to online audio for a long time before you even uh, you know started Body Slams and Beyond. You know, right, I, right. I I've literally listened to every single second you've put out. Thank so. you. That's very kind. Man. I, Seriously, I enjoy you. it, man. I really do. Well, that's good, man. And good luck to you and your band. You want to give you off the hooks real quick? Sure, man. I got uh, my first match. I got people that hate on wrestling, of course. That's a that's an easy one. But I want to put them against false experts, people that claim to be mm. uh, professionals at things, yes. but they really are not. Oh, my God. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I hate people like that. Seriously. Okay, continue. Okay, and then my second match, I've got having to pay for new licenses and new tags on your birthday. What kind of crap is that? What is, okay. Versus the fluctuating utility bills. I don't understand why they can't just pick one price and roll with it. I mean, I understand you use some more months than other months, but, but they gotta, there's got to be a breaking point here. Yeah, well, you've got to move to another country. That's the reason. They give you one, one pay one price. Pop, they call it. You, yeah, they do that in England. My, no, you do that in England. You go to my, England, you get one utility bill. It's like 30 bucks a month, no matter how much electric you use. They call it pop. It's a big thing over there in England. Yeah, look it up. Google it. I'm going to have to. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, uh, my main event, I've yeah. got the evil, evil, evil Tom Brady oh, versus I someone I hate him. just as much in the Ben Roethlisberger. I can't stand that. Ah, uh, you a Browns fan or Bengals fan? No, I'm a Bengals fan. Definitely uh, a Bengals fan. I can sense the hate right there. I, I appreciate that, I should say. Well, look, Bo, thank you for calling, buddy, and good luck on uh, – and congrats on the album cover and then the album, and good luck with everything with your band. Um, and that's very kind. I think they were called Toy Box Jones, I believe, something like that. So, uh, actually, it's actually a pretty good name for a band. If you're a Toy Box Jones, it's actually a pretty good name, if you think about it. I was going to say that. <laughs> they hacked me. Dude, Ant, he, you, he laughed right in his face. Anthony, Ant, Jeff, get on here. Ant, you can't do that, bro. You can't let the guy's got a band, and you're like, come on, you guys are not rapper. You're not hip-hop. Get the hell out of here. Well, that was my where I was going, but I misinterpreted what he said. Oh, God. Dude, you can't. You're embarrassing me out here, bro. <sighs> By the way, you ready for Friday yet? Are, are we doing this? You know, Did Bizanji agree to it? Uh, I don't think he's gonna sweat you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying because I know that, like you know, I don't. The artist, I'm not an artist. I'm just a loser. But you know, no, you're not a loser. <laughs> you're not a loser. No, <laughs> when it comes to hip hop and like uh, music, I know they're serious about it. No, well, Bizanji, yeah, that's kind of what he does. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to him just crushing you. Yeah, Bizanji will be in studio, right? We're, can he confirm with you, Dennis? You're good. We're good. Yes, he will be here. He'll be here Friday. Uh, Bazanji and I never met, so this is actually very cool. For all, you know, all the time he's doing music for my show, I've actually never met him. So he will be here in the studio live. We'll have him on the show, obviously. And uh, Dennis, when you get a chance, you got to check with him and his manager and see if uh, he's ready for a rap battle with Anthony. <laughs> and do you have any idea, like, which song you're going to rap? Like, what are you going to do? Are we, we're picking beats, or are you just going to throw a beat at us and we both have to spit on it? Do you think you're that good for him to just... <laughs> First, he, first off, did he say spit? He did. Like, he's... All of a sudden, he's he's freaking Jay-Z. Yeah, right. He's... Yeah, yeah. Hey, Taz, just drop a beat, and I'm, I'm going to spit hot fire. Well, I can tell you this. What? Dennis, do you want to rap battle me as a pre thing? Because you talk a big game. No, I make fun of you. I don't pretend that yeah, I'm the Yeah, but it's easy Eminem. to make fun when you have no talents. Ooh. Wow! Did you blow out a candle I don't know what just, he just now? Did there. He just that makes he smoke you. That's the kid. He smoked you like that. Like. I almost dropped the mic. That's what happened. Oh, is that? Oh, I burned you. I burned you. So then I dropped the mic. There it is, the Dennis Anthony show. Enjoy it, Chan Man.
on the Facebook Live. Freestyle Jones, he gets it. I'll tell you. I, 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 it would be actually... Hold on. The great Noah Howell on Facebook. All I can picture is Cookie Monster wearing a gold chain and necklace <laughs> wrapping when I see Anthony now. So, so true. Oh, my God. <laughs> we do have to think of... Um, we do have to think what we can do. Like, we got we to gotta consult with Bazanji and... Should it be just freestyle, I think, is the way to go with this. Because Anthony's supposed to be so good, right, as he claims. I never claim that. We're, we're just going to spit. I never, I never claim that I was good. I just I just hate that Dennis is going to make all these jokes, and he's sitting there doing nothing as usual. Well, this is, <laughs> yes. this is true. Um, uh, yeah, look, I, know, I love how there goes the mic, there goes Anthony. So for those that don't know, no one can control it. Anthony's voice, except for Dennis. That's the problem. So, uh, in including me, I, I have no control over that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bazanji, uh, oof. I tell you, man, I wonder if we could do. What should we do? I mean, should we do it like there's just a beat and it just freestyle, or how do we do this? I mean, that's probably the best bet. You, uh, we just let him know. See, I, I almost don't want to give Bazanji heads up. Be like, hey, we're gonna do something. Not tell him exactly what it is because I don't want him to come in. This guy's a professional. I, don't I know that's why I'm, I'm blindside, blindside, well, Bazanji. Not blindside him, but not fully let him in because then when he gets here, he'll be off the cuff and still blow Ant out Dude, of the water. I think Bazanji could cut his own tongue out and beat. Oh, I this agree. guy. Have you heard Bazanji rap, dude? I mean, really? Come yeah, on. Yeah, but have we heard Ant rap? <laughs> no, we don't need to. I mean, Bazanji. <laughs> let me see. Hold on. Oh, that's not the end of the show. Um, let's. No. Uh, Bazanji will wrap his ass off. I mean, you know, so like, yeah, this is one of his. I mean, like, this is that's not even. This is a song. I mean, with a '50s vibe, beachside, you know, and this is Bazanji singing. That does it all. Can Anthony do this? Hold on. It's me and everybody singing. Oh, wait. I want to hear that one line. You and me, whatever he says, I want Anthony to do that line. Hold on, guys. We'll get back to We're going to wrap the show shortly here. I have to do this. And pay attention to the line. Hold on. Don't talk, Dennis. Hold on. This one. Beachside chilling. That's the line. You and me, beachside chilling. And I want you to do this line. Come back in. Come back in. All right. You you heard? We're gonna just practice, bro. This is practice right here. Okay. So you gotta wait. You never heard this song before, right? No. It's very good though. It's awesome. I love the beat. (laughs) It's very slow. So you're gonna jump in. Not yet. You ready yet? <laughs> you know you the lyrics, right? And me and running rum shot. What the <laughs> What the F? Son of a bitch, he ruined it. Nailed it, man. <laughs> oh my god. You and me uh, and running rum shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
And look, you do you have some kind of rap skills? Serious, I'm not well, joking. I don't have rap skills, but I there was many a drunken night in college where me and my roommates were <laughs> oh, freestyle God. battling each other. I'm not talking about that, bro. I'm not talking about drunken college. I'm talking about can you like? Well, this is like putting me like this is like asking Dennis to play one-on-one basketball with Michael Jordan and expecting him to compete. I would love to see him against Russell Westbrook instead and just see Westbrook just destroy <laughs> Dennis's face with an elbow. <laughs> um, Jordan was too finesse. But uh, I, I don't know, dude. I, I just think I don't know if we should even do this. If, 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 and if you have no skills to even rap whatsoever, like I thought you had some sort of skill. You walk around like you're a hip-hop artist. I mean, what? Well, that I don't walk around like I'm a hip-hop artist. I love hip-hop. No, you kind of walk around like a hip-hop artist. I mean, do you have something that you could kind of just drop some kind of a, you know, like give us one of your go-to lines? You know what I mean? Something. You got to have something, bro. Nothing? What's up, boss? Uh, Come what's on. up, boss? <laughs> That's uh, my go-to line. You got to keep, right, well, keep going, bro. Keep going. You want me to keep going? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, give me a round. second. Let me catch it. Let me catch it. Oh my God, he's got all the inside terms. Love it. Yeah. None of us will live Sitting behind in my cave. Dennis is fat, and that's okay. Taz is the man running the show, running the game. What do you know? Oh my God, you got that sucked. I we knew. can't do that. Stop the I presses. wanted to say the K word, and then I was like, mm, oh, no. Oh no, 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 no. Everyone. We can't do this. You did not mention this to Bazanji yet, right? No. His kid sucks. Uh, well, hey, man, I'm not disagreeing. We got to put up a poll. <laughs> well, we we should hype him up. Be like, yo, we got this guy. He he does some. Dennis, like, you're missing the point. You keep wanting to blindside the guest, the guy who's the professional, and the guy who does the audio for the show, the music. I'm not blindsiding Bazanji. No, I'm saying tell Bazanji. Be like, look, we one of the guys on the show is. is is big into the hip hop game. He's been. Uh, we ju- we just completely lied to Bazanji and be like, he's he's a. That's blindsiding. When you want me to lie to him, that's blindsiding. That's not blindsiding. Like that. That's lying. Oh, We're also assuming that Bazanji's not listening right now. That's a good point. Um, well then he'll be ready. No, he'll think you're a douchebag. That's what he'll think. You, Dennis. Yeah, because that's not nice. You, what are you gonna? You, you want to like work the guy? Like, oh, we got a guy who's really good. Next thing you know, he's gonna hear this kid try to rap, and he's gonna be like, Taz, you're an ass. That's what's gonna happen. He's gonna laugh at. Oh. You think he's gonna laugh? Uh, if if we told him that Ant was good, and then Ant comes out with running the game, he's gonna no, be like, "No, bro, he's gonna think Taz, why are you wasting my time, man? I don't have time for this." That's why. Uh, all right, these guys, this guy's a competitor. He's a hip hop star, the Bazanji. Come on, man, you gotta be better than this, Dennis. It always comes back, Anthony Ant. What's up, boss? It always, <laughs> he, he loves it right now. Because you know where I'm going. It always comes back to Dennis taking the ball. He doesn't drop the ball. He don't fumble it. He basically hands it to the other team. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, I'm good. If you guys believe in me, I'll do my best. We oh, do. I don't, no, don't speak for me. I do not believe in you. But but if you... You got to show me more than that. They call me... Uh, the Shockmaster. No, you you got to show me more than that. You can't. You can't come out here and 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 do that kind of a badass, that horrible rhyming. That wasn't even rhyming. That was bad. I was put on the spot. What was that? That wasn't even me making that, that noise. That was him. And that was a little scary. What you just did. You heard that, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> do it again, Dennis. Uh. Dude, he's. 
Hey, Ant, he's a prick, dude. <laughs> he's such a prick. He really is a prick. He really is. <laughs> all right, so um, <laughs> all right, so I don't know what we're going to do. That's going to be a problem. Ant can't. He can't. Yeah, uh, Tim Cassidy, you can't do this rap battle. He's right. Tim's right. That's on Facebook. I can't. Well, it, 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 to be fair, Bazanji is going to be like, dude, I, I'm a pro. Why do you waste my time with this dribble? I mean, that's like I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I, I just can't do it. I thought I thought Anthony was better than that. I need to hear more. James in North Carolina, you're on the Taz show. Hey, what's up, Taz? Good moment. Good moment, James. You are in the fifth quarter, sir. You are in the fifth quarter. Big deal. Okay, good. All right, I got uh, uh, one thing, and then I got my off the hook. Okay, go with the one thing. Let's go. Uh, the one thing is I was listening to your show the other day, and we were talking about football and contributors, and I do not want to be the Carolina Panthers contributor. I want to be America's team, the Dallas Cowboys contributor. That's... That's interesting. You want to be a Dallas? Well, I would assume that the biz dev guy, the order producer of the show, uh, the Dennis Jones, doesn't like you right now because he hates the Cowboys. He's a Giant fan. Is that true? Hates a strong word. Uh, I, get I, off the fence, Dennis. No, hate I don't. something. Love something. Hate something. Pick a side. I mean, I don't enjoy James because he's a Cowboy fan, but I don't hate him. God. I mean, he's going to hate me when he hears my off the hooks anyway. So. Do you off the hooks? All right, well, then I'll hate uh, you then. Should I, should I do the lighter ones first or the oh, – no, I'm going to do the lighter ones first. No one cares. Just go. Okay. Um, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them. Today, uh, sir, please. I, ha- I have somewhere to be. Hurry up. Come on, sir, please. Uh, first one, people who wear their own merchandise. <laughs> Well, you can't. Yeah, you're not talking about me because I'm actually not wearing my own. I'm wearing Dennis's shirt. Well, that was actually a shot at Dennis because he usually wears his own shirt. He wore it. I've once worn it once with the small logo, but but I'm wearing his shirt now. But that's okay, James. All for one. Go. Versus people who claim to be a minister, wow. but are a glutton. Glutton. I like that. One. I am a glutton, but I am also a minister. So. Uh, and then, I've got. People who lift their trucks because trucks should not be lifted. They already lifted off the ground. Oh, you're saying like big lifting, like big lift, big lift, like mud, mud rolling it's, Jones. Yeah. It's big in North Carolina. I don't know if it's big where you guys are from. Long Island. I live on Long Island, bro, and there a lot of, lot of MF is lifting their trucks. There really is. That, in the city here, there's none. There don't, there's not a lot of trucks at all except for tractor trailers and straight jobs. You know what a straight job is? Uh, no. Uh. It's a type of a truck. I digress. And what's your rest of you off the hooks? Uh, people who leave their LED bright lights on when you're going down a back road at night. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe they don't want to hit a deer or a big-ass possum. Well, I mean, they can have their headlights on, but when they have their brights on in front of someone, it blinds the other the car. Mm. Versus, okay, then I got my main event is going to be when... Raw and SmackDown makes a boring tag team main event, which is very often. Mm-hmm. Last night was pretty boring. Yeah, it was. Right. And what I else? Didn't, didn't get the Bray Wyatt angle, but I didn't either. Uh, then I got. You're gonna really like this one. I'm sure I'm gonna love it, brother. Bring it. When former wrestlers go into things they don't know, like radio. Oh. That'd be me, right? Well, it could be Chris Jericho. No, Chris Jericho's not 
Chris Jericho's not in radio. Oh, I forgot. Chris Jericho podcast. does a podcast weekly, James. Well, it is supposed to be a shot, but... Uh, wait, hold on, James. That's supposed to be a shot at Jericho? Yeah, it's supposed to be a shot at you. It's, it's more of a joke shot there. Yeah, but your your delivery, not good, bro. I mean, I don't mind. I, I love being in, being in the joke. I want to be part of a joke. Been going to Wolfgang's School of Comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> James, what are you doing? That's really like... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of been. I'm up to like almost 400 shows. I kind of doing this thing pretty good. I think I do pretty well financially. I humbly say. So uh, I guess I I don't know if I'm a failed radio guy. I, I actually wouldn't mind being considered a failed radio guy. That would mean I'd been doing it for like some of these radio guys, James. They last for like 30 years. Seriously. What are you nuts? What's that? I'm sorry. Say again. Am I really Wolfgang style comedy? A little bit. It's a little, a little mundane. <laughs> it was bad. It's a little bit. I mean, it, it's, it, it is. I mean, did you hear the show yesterday, James? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. No one cares. All right, James, look, we appreciate you calling the show. Thank you. Uh, anyway, that's the deal on that. So uh, before we wrap up, I want to say hello to some of my f- my lovely fans on the fans. Not just me. That's selfish. But that's uh, some of the fans of the Taz show. Um, I want to say hi to them on the uh, Facebook Live and also give a little shout out to the fans over at the Gimmick Chat. You know, I want to do that right there. And uh, let me see here. What do we got going on here? Give me a second. Hit refresh again. Dude, what is with this thing, man? Who we got on here? We got uh, Benjamin Woogie Boogie Lopez. Joke with some kind of a star. Indeed. Uh, yes. Uh, Sean Fontanez. Taz should cut a promo on this guy. Nah. I got to get paid to cut promos. But I hear you, brother. No problem. Um, that's really it. Uh Ignacio Vasquez, Taz runs the world. Thank you, sir. I run the world. I don't just run the game. I'm running the game. Absolutely. Uh, anything else on uh, Raw that we need to get? I think I kind of hit it all, right? Wouldn't you say? I didn't really. I mean, I didn't talk about that main event much because I just, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, really. I'm not really. Well, Dennis is looking through his notes while he's doing that. Before I wrap up, I want to go over to the gimmick chat real quick because I said I would do that. Who we got on there? Uh, Jared Brine. He said, ha-ha, so good. He gets it. He gets it. Uh, Latin underscore hero, L-M-A-O. They all get it. I know what they're laughing at. That's fine. Uh, we got here Wolverine XM3N at the gimmick chat at Tashow.com. Hashtag the Tash Show. Hashtag we over the greatest ever. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So uh, people uh, having a good time running the market. Everybody's running, running around crazy here. And we're just about ready to wrap this bitch up. So that's really the deal. Um, I think I covered everything. Dude, am I good here, Dennis, or what? Yeah. Um, what did you... Did you enjoy... I guess I'm not good. All right. No, we're good. All no, right. no. Tell me. Tell me. Go ahead. <laughs> I know the, the opening segment went on a little long, but I enjoyed the continuity that they acknowledged Ambrose and Jericho have a history. Yeah. That was good. I like that, too. I agree. Yep. I thought that was nice. I thought that was good. I thought that was smart. That's what you stopped the end of the show for? That right there? Oh, I just, yeah. It wasn't my best. You waited two hours and 15 minutes to say that? No, it just came to me spur of the moment. So I, You're I, so busy making fun of your best friend, Anthony. That's the problem. No, I, I, I'm still shaken by James. He really hit me hard. Oh, he ripped you on the thing, yeah. He's controversial. He ripped you and me. It's okay. I'm sure we'll both sleep tonight separately well. <laughs> I'm glad you no disrespect to you. You quickly clarified that. Well, that's how you. That's what you do. I do things quickly here. Um, all right, look. I think. I look. I think that might be it. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll definitely throw some SmackDown, 
as I said, Friday, uh, Bazanji will be in studio. We got to definitely revisit this whole rap battle thing. I don't know if this is going to work. Um, I want to talk a little more about Adrian Peterson. I didn't get a chance to get deep into it, but I did cover it earlier with the NFL. I'm just making sure I'm going through my little checklist here. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think there was something else I was supposed to talk about <clears> or <throat> that I wanted to talk about, and I didn't. But that's what happens sometimes. Just start talking, and I start engaging with the audience. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to do, too? Uh, we had it in the run sheet, too, dude. Uh, before I wrap up here, a SmackDown little preview action. Right, because you put your time into that, sir. They're going to be in Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, and they get the Nakamura, right? He's opening the show. Yeah, that's interesting. Kicks off SmackDown Live. So we'll see. Maybe they're going to prove me wrong that this guy could talk people into the building or something. He's going to cut a promo. And it's cool when he talks. You know, Mouthpiece Jones. Maybe he'll take it out. Uh, Naomi, the fans for a championship against Charlotte. So looking forward to that. That's, I, I, like, I like what they're doing with Charlotte. I talked about that, and Naomi, uh, this is a championship match. I hope they keep it on Naomi, but all signs point towards Charlotte maybe getting it, in my opinion. Again, I don't read dirt sheets, and I don't read stewed sheets, so I don't. I go by what I watch as a, as a fan of, of the show, you know? Randy Orton faces Eric Rowan in a no-DQ match. I feel like these guys just had a match, right? I mean, AJ Styles faces Baron Corbin. Same thing. Another rematch. Yep. Uh, tag team beat the clock challenge to determine the Usos' next challengers. The Colognes, uh, Brazango, American Alpha, the Ascension, all involved. Beat the clock challenge. So, uh, they put out a nice preview. Unlike Raw, where they just said we're going to have a freaking dumpster match and kiddie pool match with Braun Strowman in it, you know? Bring your swimmies. But like I said earlier, it's good that at least they did that, that dumpster match for Kalisto. It's good. Because he, no, it is. That sounded sarcastic. No, I'm not being sarcastic because otherwise, if they just would have left it alone what they did last week, like I said yesterday on the show here, it just, he's Fox Jones. They just threw him in the garbage. At least now he got a spotlight, he got a promo backstage, he got to go in there and compete, and he won the match. I mean, so, and I thought the match was pretty good. It was creative for two guys with a big size difference like that. I thought they did a good job. I didn't like the finish, I didn't, I didn't like the dumpster being so little. But I think they needed a dumpster that size because Braun was pushing the thing up and down ramps, whatever the hell he was doing. So, uh, you know, I, I got to rewatch that. I don't even know how he did that. I wasn't even paying attention. He pushed that dumpster up the ramp, didn't he? That's a big dude. How strong is that freaking guy, dude? And, it, and like, obviously it's <laughs> that tough. That guy's got to be strong as balls. Obviously it's tough, but he wasn't, like, laboring. He was, You know, he was steady once he got it going. You know what I think they did? No, I'm going to look into this. I, I got a feeling that was not a solid steel real dumpster. I think they had a dumpster. They had something made. That What is that metal that's uh, maybe titanium that's very light but ultra strong? Okay. And they could have welded that thing. Uh, seriously, they could have made it a couple days ago. And and it, so it wasn't as heavy. Dude, I don't know how he's pushing around a freaking dumpster that heavy. And it's not. it wasn't a huge dumpster. I know that. But still, dude, he went uphill with that thing. He did, right? He was like Hercules doing the 12 labors. Oh, about a, a reference from the 1700s, but uh, I understand. Everybody knows Hercules, I guess. Like Hercules. Hercules had to, uh, I'm not going to get into it. No, no, go ahead, sir. You're in this deep. We're going to wrap up anyway. He would, have, he would have to roll the ball up the hill every day, and then it would fall back down, and he would have to do it. That was one of his 12 labors. That was Braun Strowman have to push the dumpster up the ramp every day. Tim Pagan. He got like two feet of air. What does he mean? When he pushed it? 
it's a yeah, Ignacio Vasquez, three foot Jones. I said this earlier. I know the drop. I'm not talking about the drop. I'm not talking about how the stage. That was a joke. That, that wasn't didn't even look like it hurt. Nothing happened. Like it was so small. I agree with you guys, but I'm talking about how he pushed the dumpster uphill. If that was a legitimate dumpster, maybe some of you have never been near a dumpster. I've worked job. No, I'm not kidding. Some people might not have been. They don't realize how heavy a dumpster is. I've worked manual labor coming up. I've loaded dumpsters with stuff at jobs I've had. So I know how heavy these things are. You know, so that's why I'm thinking maybe it was titanium or something like that. Or uh, what's the metal that's real strong but light? Is it maybe, is that aluminum? Not aluminum. I'm not good with I my. I it's titanium. I was never good at, at chemistry. Um, is it titanium? I know titanium is light. We got to look into this before we wrap up. What? It's. Uh, not sheetrock. What does the carpenters call it? Rock. Titanium alloy. Is it strong? Oh, yeah. And it's light, right? Strong and lightweight. Are you not impressed that I knew that? Just roll out titanium, bro. I mean, I wasn't surprised by that. You're a, uh, like you're a well-rounded man. Like an engineer, bro. It's unbelievable. Seriously. Like an engineer. That's impressive. <laughs> you don't seem really impressed. That seems sarcastic. All right, well, anyway, look, the mother effer is strong. Okay, that's well documented. So no matter if it was titanium or solid steel, whatever it was, he pushed it up the friggin' ramp. So um, I was uh, I was pretty uh, impressed with that. All right, that's it. I'm done here. All right, we're done. Show's over. Thanks. We'll be back tomorrow. Taz Show. Appreciate everybody joining on. Everybody who called the show, interacted on the gimmick chat, Facebook Live. Love you guys. You know I love you. Love everybody in this world. That's well documented also. For the cowboy, for the Antony, and for the lumberjack, I'm Taz. You're not. We will see you tomorrow. Adios, guys. my space and screen names back then when i was only worried about my top friends now my circle is getting smaller all these people acting fake man and to be honest i don't even have a top 10 me against the world i've been doing what i really love haters been hiding behind the screen man they movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no grades we ordered the Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let